eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. You know what I really do like? When Joe Burrow is a full participant in practice. No sleeve on the cap. No no sleeve. We're taking it. We're taking it easy. But I will say this. Obviously, it's a short turnaround. I don't put too much into yesterday because it was a walkthrough. But today was a practice. There were a couple things, actually, in the last 24 hours that stand out for me when it comes to Joe Burrow. You mentioned it. There was no sleeve on the cap. He goes full because I told you on this podcast, and I'm wrong, so I'm going to say, hey, I'm wrong on here. I said I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow is limited for a majority of the season during the week, at least until the cap is fully healthy and back to 100%, just because they want to manage the cap. Him going full, there's no sleeve on there. I feel like that's encouraging. But if you listen to Joe Burrow's press conference on Wednesday, it was actually in the evening. It was really encouraging to just kind of hear he he had mentioned that he reached out to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers, um, I know a lot of people want to compare what happened with Aaron Rodgers and his calf injury, but Aaron actually played through a calf injury before. So he just kind of wanted to get his advice on it. And I thought that that was really encouraging hearing Aaron Rodgers talk about Joe Burrow and, you know, what he's probably dealing with when he's out there and just kind of giving him some words of advice and just Joe in general talking about the calf injury. And it just, I don't know, it felt pretty encouraging because one of the things Joe, when he's been asked about the calf injury over the last few weeks, he'll tell you I have good days and bad days. And he said, I feel pretty good. I was sore the day after, but you know, you have that after games and hearing him say, I feel good right now is great news after Monday night. Yeah. Um, man, it's, what is good though? You know, like, does this mean he's going to look closer to where he was in weeks one and two, week two? Does this mean somehow he is beyond weeks one and week two? Does this mean he's just a little bit better than last week? I don't know. There's so many questions. It's a short week. And I didn't think about that too much until I was doing my writing. I was like, man, this thing, it sucks to release something on last week's game on Thursday, but I just, that's how it worked. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it means, and I don't know what the no sleeve on the calf means. Like, does that mean it's better, or does really that just mean like he wasn't really wearing a sleeve the last this, the last couple of weeks before he played week one? I don't, or not the last couple of weeks, the week before he played week one. I don't think no. so. Yeah, it probably doesn't. None of this means he's like near a hundred percent. But I'll take any improvement over what we had last week. Not that he was terrible. It just clearly, to me, limited him. Um, and I think, I mean, I think it was obvious, although I guess Jamar Chase disagreed, <laughs> which we yeah. could talk a little bit about. But it's cool. He, he looks like he's doing better. So mm. I think we just take it one step at a time. Better is better. And if this team could beat the Rams with him at like 45% or so, <laughs> then they can – beat a lot of teams because I think that Rams team, they're not bad. I know there's some preseason stigma about them. Like how many of these guys can you name? And like probably not many, but uh, they're just, they're playing well. Like the quarterback's good. They've still got Aaron Donald. I mean, they got some solid players in there too. I I think with the calf, as long as what's encouraging, I think for fans is as long as there's no setbacks every week, Joe Burrow, I would think his calf is getting better. Obviously, we're not doctors. We will say that on here. Um, but you would think if there's no setbacks, every week is good. It feels like a positive. Uh, we'll see what that looks like for this Tennessee team. And, and we'll get into kind of a preview and, and prediction, obviously, with this um, short turnaround for the Cincinnati Bengals. But uh, you mentioned Jamar Chase and even Brian Callahan talked about it this week. The offense, they don't want anybody's excuses. Um, I know we, we've talked plenty about Joe Burrow, and obviously it's a little different when you're dealing with the calf injury, but even Brian Callahan said, you know, we can't use that as a crutch. There's things that we have to get better with on the offensive side of the ball, and even Jamar Chase spoke on it uh, probably about a couple hours before we started recording this podcast. So, you know, what were some of your takeaways from that? Because me personally, I think it means a lot of things. A lot of people, when they talked about the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, they would say, well, he has his weapon. That's why Joe Burrow is good. But you can also tell if Joe isn't at 100% or even 90%, the offense needs Joe to, to pretty much function. They were able to get the win. They were able to, you know, obviously Joe Mixon scored a touchdown, but Jamar Chase still hasn't scored a touchdown. Um, you know, T, T. Higgins had a couple drops in that game. But overall, I personally feel this offense functions when Joe Burrow functions, when we see a little mobile Joe Burrow, the the OG Joe Burrow, we're not really getting to see that over the last few weeks, which makes sense. I want them to be cautious when he's out there. But uh, what did you kind of take away from Jamar Chase and, and kind of Brian, Brian Callahan talking about that on the offensive side? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They're, they're football people. They're not going to like make any excuses for anything. They want to be an awesome offense and... Is it an excuse or is it adding context or is it explaining why you don't think that something is working? Because you could always you could always point to, well, we didn't execute, which is always true to some level. Even when you're winning and you're doing really well, there's probably a guy in there that didn't execute to where you need him to be. 
um, and you just worked around it because you have awesome players. That happens all the time. And uh, I just think they're, they're, they don't want to make an excuse for this. They're like, oh, we're still going to be great. You know, we just – it's the way defenses are playing. That's why we're not having explosive plays. It's it's this, it's that. It has nothing to do with the injury. I I still think I feel pretty confident saying the injury is having an, a big effect on everything. It's not just that he's not mobile. It's that he's kind of not driving off his back foot. That's not to say he can't throw deep balls. He's strong enough that his upper body and his shift of weight, and maybe he'll be able to drive off it a little more because I thought he was able to drive off of it week one and week two. It was just the mobility that was really hampered and a little bit of the accuracy, especially week two. Week one, you almost just threw out because of the rain. Uh, but this past week, yeah, the, the mechanics look wonky. And Joe Burrow is a guy that I think in 2022, you could kind of put on to show young quarterbacks like, hey, this is what you do want, I want you to do with your footwork. This is how I want you to move within the pocket. And now that's both taken away because he's got the injury to his calf and it's kind of affecting his accuracy, which is probably his greatest strength and his pocket movement, which is arguably his second best strength. Now you could also argue his processing's up there. And that's why this kind of, it's a better version, but it does a tiny bit remind me of that late stage Peyton Manning Broncos because it's kind of like smart quarterback, but he's not fully functional because of an injury, a defense that's doing well this past week, did really well and you know they're able to work together to manage some wins um this is this is better than the Peyton Manning that got benched for Brock Osweiler I'm not saying Joe Burrow is that bad <clears throat> it's kind of like a better variation of that offense a worse version of the defense I mean look it was a hall of fame coach with like three hall of fame level defenders and one of the greatest edge duos of all time so the Bengals don't have that but <laughs> they the, it's a good defense I think and it's a better version of that offense. And the offense is just going to keep getting better as Burrow gets more healthy. I think that's another key point to remember with this as well. It, I'm comparing a little bit to that 2015 Broncos, which they won a Super Bowl. So don't take mm -hmm. it too. <laughs> I think it's different, but it, it just has that slight reminiscent of Peyton Manning would get him into the right play. And I think Burrow is getting them into the right play. Now, can he always execute it to the best of his ability? Right now, no. But it's not as limited as Peyton was that year. It's more like, yeah, he can't drive the ball here or he can't um, throw this ball accurately. But he's not having like six interception. And I don't expect no. him to have a six interception game because that would happen just because Peyton's arm was so shot. And he was still kind of trying some of those throws once in a while. Um, yeah. That, that's kind of my quick takeaway because this offense wants to be that Broncos uh, Peyton Manning offense, I think. Yeah. And, and Joe, you know, the, what could have been with honest, not, not even the Ravens interception, but the one was just a great play by the the Rams defense uh, that one he threw and it, who knows if they would have been able to, to get a drive going there. I mean, they were on the other side of the end zone. So, or the other side of the field. So, um, I, I just, I, I think what if, if Joe is feeling better, we'll see more out of the offense in this game. Um, you know, what does that look like for T Higgins who normally is a Tennessee Titans kind of guy. That's when he lights up and we'll see what, we'll see what that looks like in the wide receiver room overall with the offense, but you do want to see more from your offense. Um, I know we've talked about Joe's calf a lot. 
but you want to see more out of your playmakers. And, you know, what does that look like on the ground? Does Joe Mixon run it? They still don't really feel like they have a running back number two. Um, and that's a little concerning for me, how optimistic I am when it comes to the running game, but not having a running back to a small JP Ryan not here anymore. Uh, that is something that I'm getting a little concerned about, to be completely honest.